I finally get to talk about quiet quitting with CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Jill, good morning. So this phenomenon, as I teased, is not necessarily a new thing, but it's been popping up in more and more business stories more and more recently. Let's let's start with the definition. What is quiet quitting? So it is not just that you're quitting. It is basically um, to stop going above and beyond at work because according to one TikToker that your work is not your life. Your worth is not determined by your productive output. Meaning, especially for the younger generation, they're feeling like everything's bleeding into one big blob and that work is taking over their lives. Interesting. So are we finding the quiet quitting trend more prevalent in the younger generation or is this spanning everybody? Well, I think that the name or the labeling quiet quitting is just what we old folks used to call work-life balance. And I think that I've been hearing a ton about this. Um, And I think that this is really one of the outgrowths of the pandemic era, right? We were home. A lot of people who were lucky enough to keep working, they kept their jobs, they were working their tushes off. And all of a sudden you were like a little overwhelmed and there was a lot of work and there was a lot of home. Or you may have realized that your job that you did require you to go in every day just did not work very well for your family and people reassessed their situations. Now, what's incredible about that is as we came back from the pandemic and the labor market got back on its feet, I think workers started to not only feel that they were, were, were able to voice these concerns, but that a lot of their employers were so desperate to have them come back. They said, oh, okay, whatever you want, you know, then work from home a few days a week and, and don't work as much. Now, as we get farther from the actual worst part of the pandemic, there are a lot of employers who are saying, get your butts back in the office. And that's where we're getting a lot of pushback among the younger, middle and older generation. People are fried. I see. I see. And this isn't this is at a time where job openings we it's not like we have a a ton of job openings available. They're actually on they're they're taking a decrease at the moment, from what I understand. Yeah. So let's just like big picture of the labor market is that we're in transition right now. And that's why I'd be a little bit careful about making huge demands of your bosses. And and what do I mean by that? Well, we know that uh, job creation is tapering off. We lost 22 million jobs in the spring of 2020 amid the pandemic. We added an average of 562,000 jobs a month last year. We're averaging 420,000 this year, but those numbers are coming down. Last month, we saw 263,000. So that tells us that things are shifting and the number of job openings did plunge by the end of August. I mean, we had the largest one month drop since the since the start of the pandemic, but you know, we still have 10 million jobs open and that means there's 1.7 jobs for every unemployed worker. So if you are thinking about getting a job now is still a good time, but I think things are changing and we have to be a little bit careful not to let the demands and what you want to happen in your work life, that they don't get so extreme that you find yourself on the outs as the economy is transitioning to a slowdown. Right. And it, it, and it goes both ways. It's either extreme, either putting in too little effort or putting in way too much. That's that's going to burn you out really, really quickly, regardless of what job you're in. Oh, that's so true. And, you know, the World Health Organization actually issued a big report that said 
that so much of the work from home, yes, it can be constructive for your real life, but you can have a serious impact uh, both on your physical health, your mental health, and I think that even the social well-being of a lot of workers. That's why I think a lot of people are feeling isolated or burnt out. And, you know, what the WHO is saying is like, great, work from home is awesome, but make sure you've got some things in place so that you protect your workers a little bit and then you get more productivity out of them. Again, for a, for a company that says get back in no matter what, which you're not, you, you don't use the excuse like you're more productive in the office because there's no proof of that. We were very productive during the pandemic. So both sides need to come to the table and kind of get to a good place. We're not shoving that genie back in the bottle. We're just not. There will be a work from home component to most industries that are office based. Certainly. Our business, our CBS business analyst joining us this morning, Jill Schlesinger. Jill, thank you so much. Great to be with you. Thanks.